welcome to the Pre-Post Film Review. I'm John Asquith. And I'm Matt Stevenson. Uh, so for any new listeners, the way things work here at the Pre-Post is that uh, there's two distinct periods of time. The first half of the podcast is going to be John and myself talking about the trailer for a film. We'll sort of talk about our expectations and make a few specific predictions on what we think might happen. Um, and then we'll jump forward in time and then we'll jump forward in time and John and I will do a spoiler free version of our review so you can listen to that um, before you've seen the film if you'd like then there'll be a little break and we'll jump straight into spoilers and check whether the predictions that we made in the trailer section um, were accurate or not Uh, so this episode we're going to be talking about how to train your dragon the hidden world there were dragons when I was a boy Where they went, only a few know. Our story changed the world forever. We did it! The world's first dragon Viking utopia. Your utopia, maybe. Mine's less crowded and more... Sanitary. Hey, bud, wait up! Oh my god, he's not the only one. She's a light fury. Oh, sorry. Did she just disappear? Wow. Okay, we'll just watch the trailer for How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World map. And uh, I'm wondering what your thoughts are. (laughs) What are my thoughts? I'm excited for this, John. Uh, I've loved both previous films, um, kind of surprisingly so, I think. And no, I mm. never really expected to like the first one, and it turned out to be really great, and then sort of, I guess, probably similar to the second one, and that turned out to be amazing from memory, though admittedly I haven't watched either of them um, since, well, the second one at least, since it came out. Um, so maybe I'll be able to find some time to squeeze that in before I see the third one, but um, both... Uh, very, very good films. Um, so, you know, if this one follows that trend, then I have very high expectations for this. Um, I think, based on the trailer, it doesn't necessarily... I don't know whether it will be as good as the second one. Um, it doesn't necessarily look like it's doing anything surprising. Um, I mean, it sort of shows us a new dragon world, the hidden world, I presume that's what it's referring to, um, which seems yeah. like visually interesting and something we haven't seen before. But uh, the story beats itself kind of feel pretty familiar or pretty safe. Um, mm. And just on a personal level, I really dislike the like pop songy trailer stuff but hopefully that's just for the trailer and it's not an indication of what the film itself is going to be like um i sort of have faith that the film will be better than this trailer because the trailer doesn't necessarily make me excited it's my uh experiences with the previous two films that make me excited for this um what about you how do you feel yeah i i I think that's a good point that the 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 trailer itself, like the, the the way it's been packaged and created is not amazing. I think it gives away too much of the film in terms of like the overall arc and everything. You can kind of see where it's going. 
Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's a bit of a DreamWorks thing, I feel, is to put a pop song in their trailers. Like the, they've been doing that for a long time and it was always a point of difference between um, them and Pixar. I don't know, Pixar might, might do it these days, but at least back when they were more kind of head-to-head um, fighting each other as studios, what always separated DreamWorks to me in a negative way was that they would lean into pop culture and modern references and stuff like that. And so, uh, and that's the reason why the How to Train Your Dragon films have always felt different and been really impressive, I think, is that they don't really feel like other DreamWorks movies at all. There's no smart ass sidekick or, um, yeah, pop culture reference or anything like that. They're just really well told stories. Um, so yeah, I, I, in terms of the trailer, I think you know it's it, it gets me excited enough, but it shows too much. But having loved the f- first two films and knowing that it's the same creative team and everything that's come back to finish this off, um, I have very high hopes. Um, particularly as you mentioned after that second film, um, which really blew both of us away, and I, I believe there is a pre-post episode. Yeah, there is. That, yeah, and we just kind of gushed the whole time. Um, and I remember saying that was before the force awakens came out. And I remember saying, if we, if we get a a good, how to train your dragon trilogy, I don't need any more star Wars. Um, (laughs) and that's, that may still turn out to be true. Actually. I mean, if this is a home run, it's, it's, it's has the potential to be one of the best, like new trilogies of, Mm. you know, the past few decades, I'd say, um, you know, not including Lord of the Rings because that's incredible and nothing will ever beat that. But, you know, <laughs> aside from that, I think, um, you know, as you said, out of nowhere, it's just sort of each time has come out and really mm. surprised us with how good it is. So I'm really basing my expectations on that history rather than this trailer. But, yeah, my, my expectations are high, really high, probably too high. <laughs> um, I'm probably bound to be a little disappointed. But I, I think the, the, these films are so... They have such good messages, and they're that the score is so beautiful, and that it spends time with characters, and, and I really, I really hope they can retain that stuff for the for this third film and end on a on a high note. So that that's sort of my general expectation. And I guess it, it bodes well as well that it's I believe was sort of always planned as a trilogy, right? Like they had that in their mind. I think well, so, whether yeah. whether from the first one, I'm not sure, but certainly from the second one, I feel like it's yes. even when that was out or just being released, they were talking about yeah. how the, they, would we, make, they we were making the a third, third that was, was yeah, it was yeah. to wrap the story up. So yeah, yeah. I mean, and I have I, I have a vague memory that there were some story threads left dangling as well, um, like mm. a villain escaping or so, something like that. I can't fully remember. I've only seen it the once. I'd like to rewatch it um, before seeing this one actually. But um, yeah, there was there was some knowledge that there was another one coming for sure yeah um, yeah all right well should we do our predictions yes time for a prediction <laughs> <laughs> um all right so what should we start with opening shot john what do you think the opening shot of how to train dragon okay. is going to be my prediction here uh for opening and closing is boring matt but I think we're going to open on some ocean water and <laughs> it's going to be, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're like traveling across it and then suddenly there's like um, 
uh, a dragon like flies past really quickly and then we sort of pan across with it and we're like pan up to an island or something like that that's my yeah. prediction for opening shot um I was going to predict almost the exact same thing, like like, yeah, a, like, okay. a, like a flying low angle on the yeah. water or something that pans up yeah. to reveal the island or you know some sort of establishing shot. But maybe maybe I'll yeah. change it up and say uh, that maybe we'll open in the hidden world. We'll get a glimpse of something mysterious that'll uh, tease yeah. something yes. that's going to be revealed later on in the mm. film. So we'll see some yep. weird, you know, phosphorus plants and some crazy creatures or something it'll still be yeah. like a, a, a like a little reveal and it won't tell us too much but it'll be set in mm. the in the hidden world yeah the dragon yeah world. I, I, I think that's that's a pretty good uh, prediction actually to just make up on the spot that <laughs> what about what about your closing the prediction for closing shot how do you think it'll finish uh i think Again, if we're playing it safe, it will, it'll be a pull out from the island <laughs> or where, wherever they end up. Or a, 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 um, I think it'll be a pan up to the sky and uh, maybe like um, Hiccup does like a, like Loop. a little flip or something. <laughs> <laughs> Although, actually, uh, uh, he may not be there at the end. That's that's another prediction, but we'll get into that in spoilers. Interesting. In our, not spoilers, in our plot prediction. Um, What's I, your closing I, shot? Again, I think it'll be... Um, my prediction is very similar. I think it'll be uh, maybe either... A, yeah, I think it'll be the sky, shot of the sky. Like, a, like agree that it'll be like a pan up to the, the sky. But I think it'll be almost similar to what you were saying about the opening shot. And there'll be like a like a whip, like, like past the camera of oh, pickup. Yeah. That'll, that'll be the yep. cut to black. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yes. Yeah. 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 That's, I can see that's that my, for sure. my prediction. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. All right, so then the plot plot beats. Uh, I mean, the trailer was quite spoilery, but maybe we'll try and mm. get some specific predictions in in terms of what actually happens. Okay, so I, I think it's going to start with them um, uh, all all living in in the village happily. The dragons and man in in um and Hiccup will uh, no oh sorry it's not the the dragons called toothless. Not <laughs> Fucking hell, that's embarrassing. I love that, like, anyone listening, like, imagined the human hiccup yeah, flying exactly. around. And well, that's I guess it does prediction. have that flying suit, so my prediction could still stand. True, uh, true, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to stand by my initial... Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. That, yeah, it's, that right. it's hiccup flying through the yeah. sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's embarrassing because we we genuinely love both. Yeah, of those we just talked about films. how much we love the films. I can't even remember the friggin' names. The, of the characters', characters. names. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but you know, we, we're going to leave, leave that in, listeners, because we're honest. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, I think uh, uh, they're living in harmony. I mean, basically, I'm just going to recite the trailer to you now. <laughs> um, um, they they find a. Um, uh, like a, a, a female version of toothless species and there's some yep. flirting there they follow her she goes back to where she came from which is this hidden world um, it's all beautiful and mystical but then there's a bad guy there maybe or and they they he sees hiccup and thinks ah oh, that's my the last night fury that I have to yep. kill um, they go back uh to the home village um and he follows them back and it looks like there's like a battle and a war or something um 
I don't really know where the hidden world is continuing to fit into all this. Um, <laughs> maybe that is ultimately where the dragons go in the end. I feel uh. like definitely at the end of this film, they have to part ways and you get an emotional goodbye between uh, Hiccup and Toothless. Um, and because it's sort of set on Earth in, in some kind, kind of like the way Lord of the Rings is. Uh, interesting. That, that 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 explains why we have stories of dragons, but we never actually f- find them or fossils of them or they don't, they don't exist anymore. Um, so anyway, yeah, there's a big good, war. Good uh, the the good, good guys win, but then the dragons have to go back to the hidden world. That's my, um, my prediction. Um, yeah, I think you're... Correct. Though I, th- I, I mean, like you said, the trailer pretty much lays most of that out. So I think it's yeah, all exactly. pretty safe bets. Um, yeah. I was thinking more that the the bad guys are going to try and attack or infiltrate the hidden world. Like to 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 kill the dragons, they're going to try and get uh, yes. into the hidden world. Mm. Um, and may- maybe this ties into similar what you were saying at the end. They'll have some in some way have to seal seal the bridge between mm. the two off so that they can't get in there or you know no one can attack them again um yep. interesting that you think that they'll part ways at the end i think that's a very good prediction but the i believe like the opening shots of the trailer have hiccup mm. with a beard um yeah, and they do. Is Toothless there with him? Because if so, that would suggest yes. that that's that like a time jump forward, and that they're still mm. together. So I am going to predict that they don't get separated. Yeah, that they he, seal he, the world he doesn't off. Doesn't have a beard for the rest of the trailer, does he? No, like, just he looks much younger for the rest of the trailer. Mm. Um, so I think I think they're going to stay together at the end, but uh, something. I, I, I like your reading that something tragic or not tragic, melancholy will happen. So maybe it's something to do with the other dragons mm. or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, and this is uh, spoilers for the first two films for anyone listening. In the, uh, in the first film you had, he loses a leg, hiccup. In the second film, he loses his father. So it, they're not afraid of tackling things yeah. like that and that, that, that there are consequences to what they're doing. So... I know his mother's still around, who he discovered in the second film. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She, she might die or... Yeah, I don't think Toothless will die, but yeah, some some sort of separation perhaps or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Well, I think, yeah, they're pretty good predictions. Yeah. Um, I, I have that feeling now, Matt, where maybe we've predicted it too well and we've <laughs> inadvertently spoiled ourselves. <laughs> That's yeah, the only problem probably. with this um, feature of the podcast, you know. Do you think like, too hard about it? It's spo- you yeah, I, spoil I was like, normally, normally we'd, if it wasn't for the pod, we'd tr- probably try not to watch a trailer or if you see it, you try and forget it straight away. Yeah. But now now that we've analysed it, I feel like I'm going to remember all that stuff and that that we might be right. But anyway, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's find out, I guess. Yeah. Found my heart, broke it, made friends and lost the year. Toothless has a girlfriend. <laughs> I've hunted every night, Fury, except yours. Hand him over. I will never give him up. 
Then I will destroy everything you love. We are no longer safe here. We all have to disappear completely off the map. We have to fight for their freedom. Come on, Mike! You're nothing without your dragon. Attack! Uh, okay, John, so we've both seen How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Um, what did you think? Did it live up to our reasonably high expectations? We, we, uh, we did have very lofty expectations for this one, Matt. And I think um, uh, perhaps they were, in my case, a little too high. I think I enjoyed this film a lot, uh, but I didn't love it, whereas I loved the first two. Uh, this is the return of the Jedi of the trilogy, um, perhaps, but perhaps not even as good as that is in terms of those the Star Wars films. I think th this is uh, enjoyable. It's got some fun action set pieces. It looks beautiful. Um, some reasonably nice character moments, but it's missing. For me, it was missing the kind of heart of the first two films, uh, even though it, tr it tries to, to uh, get to some emotional moments at, at times. It never, never quite worked for me. Um, and so, um, yeah, it, I, I, it left me feeling, yeah, I, I guess a bit, a little disappointed. I think, um, uh, it's a nice progression of the world and I, and I, and I like that each of these movies is, there's like a little bit of time that passes in between each one and we see like the evolution of the, this culture, um, and how the dragons have integrated with society, um, and, uh, it makes sense as the last film in the trilogy with with um, some of the stuff that happens in, in this that we'll get into with spoilers and where it, where it ends up, I think sort of ties up things reasonably nicely. Um, but I did find myself sitting there kind of waiting to be really engaged and really moved, and um, that just didn't happen for me. So it's not a bad film by any means. You can tell it's had... A lot of heart and soul put into it, um, and as I said, it looks beautiful. But um, yeah, didn't uh, didn't live up to my expectations. What about you, Matt? Um, yeah, well, I mean, my expectations were very high as well, and I rewatched the first two films. That's right. Yeah, like literally the day before I went to see this third one, mm. Um, mm. and they were better than I had remembered, which raised my expectations even higher for this third film, I think. Um, uh, and as a result, I feel like I'm in exactly the same boat as you. Uh, maybe even a little bit more negative on it, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's good. I agree. It's not a bad film, but it certainly didn't stick the landing, I don't think. The, like, the, the first two were just so, so good, and the second one is such a yeah. perfect sequel, and it does such so many surprising things. Um, mm. Yeah, it's it really is like the Empire Strikes Back of, you know, animated dragon films. Like, it's great. It's just so <laughs> good. It's so good. Yeah. And yeah. Your, your comparison to Return of the Jedi, I think, is spot on. And I think even mirrors the way we feel about that because I feel like I'm much more negative on Return of the Jedi than you are in general. Yeah. Um, but I think I would agree that it 
sort of does a, a fairly good job of expanding the world. And I, I do like that, like you said, time sort of passes between each one. Um, like, I re- like it, just the look, and the look of the film in general is amazing, but I love the look of their, like, mm. their new getup. I feel mm. like each film they have, like, some sweet new, like, tech. <laughs> and now they're, yes, like, they're, yeah. they're, like, kitted out in, like, actual dragon scale armour and stuff. And they yeah, just, they really just cool. look awesome. Um, mm. And the animation in general, like, it's just a stunning film. Um, oh yeah, but I mean we can get into more detail in spoilers. But I feel like it's sort of it. Some of the the themes or story beats felt quite familiar in this. Like it didn't mm. go in any exciting new directions really. Um, mm-hmm. And in general, I would say that it felt thematically quite muddled to me, or maybe just mm. like not. Mm. It didn't have one focus. There was a lot of stuff going on, and it never really stuck any of the landings on any of the themes that it had. Yeah. Which I guess, it, like, at least it has some interesting stuff that it's thinking about. And, uh, you know, in some ways, it's better to have too much than nothing. But the others were so good at having very clear, sort of mm. interesting, well-developed themes that sort of run through the spine of the films. I didn't feel like this had it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, overall, I would say I was quite disappointed. And it's certainly the, my least favourite of the three. But, yeah, same. I mean, it, it is still, I would say, a good film. And o- overall, as a trilogy, I still think it's a great trilogy. And it's like a, a, yeah. a decent ending to what could have been one of the best trilogies like ever made. And it's yeah. sort of, unfortunately, this kind of brings it down a little bit into, you know, just mm. a really amazing trilogy, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, as you said, like, it's good that, that it, is trying for some thematic stuff rather than just being, you know, jokes and pop culture references or whatever DreamWorks might normally do. Um, and may- maybe we do sound, uh, I don't think we sound harsh, but maybe a little negative, but it's because we had, we re- respect this these filmmakers and, and this franchise um, so much. I don't want to say franchise, that's an icky word. This, this series, series of films. Um that it's more obvious when it doesn't quite reach that bar. Um, I I remember when I walked out thinking that it felt like a good episode, like TV episode, like we're back with our characters again for like this week's episode and they have an adventure and there's something emotional that happens, but it's just another adventure. We're just peeking back into that world and here's something that happens. There, There was... Despite actually what happens in it, it doesn't feel like there's as much at stake or something this time around. Even though, like, there is a in terms of sheer volume of dragons and humans, there is more this time. The scale of it, um, yeah, yeah. The, the scale of it is is bigger, definitely. But yeah, maybe maybe that's part of the problem that that it loses well, actually- a little bit of that. I Personal. I think I'd actually push back on that a little bit. I feel like the scale on the second mm. one is bigger than this. Rewatching the second one the other day, okay, especially yeah. those final battles when you have those enormous, like, um, you know, like the, what, the king. They're not the king dragon. You know what? I mean? The alpha. They have uh, those yeah. massive alphas, and then they like have these big battle on the shores of that island, and mm. I don't know, just like visually, the scale of things is mm. yeah, enormous at, towards the end yeah. of that film. Um, yeah. Oh man, you're just reminding me. Of it's so that. good, and the stakes are so high. I mean, you know, obviously, I don't want to spoil anything in that film because there's some, you know, 
pretty unexpected stuff that happens but it's yeah that all that sort of stuff just raises the stakes even further like it feels like mm. everything's on the line whereas mm. this is i don't know it just feel feels a little bit feels lesser i don't know um well let's move into spoilers john so we can get a little bit more specific but for anyone i guess who hasn't seen the film uh would you still recommend that they go check it out yeah, I would definitely. Um, I, I know we've we've sort of been talking about our, our criticisms a lot here, but it, but it is uh, a fun film and um, looks incredible, really, really yeah, incredible. It does. Um, I, no one would be bored watching it. I think if if you've seen the first two, then you should you owe it to yourself to to see how the story wraps up. Um, and it, it is re- still reasonably satisfying in terms of the the plot line and mm. stuff. So. Um, yeah, I would still recommend it, but um, if you're listening to this section because you haven't seen it yet, um, I would, you know, lower your expectations a little, which you probably will be after hearing everything yeah. I've just said. Um, and um, yeah, but still, still check it out. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I would agree. Um, I think it's like it's still it, the they have a lot of heart these films, and I love the fact mm. that. It is just a three-film trilogy that is now done, presumably. Like, it has a very nice, pretty concrete end to it that I think yes. is nice. Um, yeah. So, you know, there is a lot There is a lot to like about it, and I would definitely recommend most people see it. But I would just say, if you yeah. loved the first two as much as we did, just lower your expectations a little bit. But, mm. yeah, it's, it's, still, it's still a good film, and it's still worth seeing. Okay, we're in we're in the spoiler zone. Everyone got their I don't know. I was just thinking, like <laughs> spoiler Spoil- jacket or spoiler helmet or <laughs> spoiler helmets on. Yep, yeah, good, ready to go. Get their spoiler hel- spoiler helmets on, and we're good to go. Um, so let's let's do this, Matt. Opening shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we got pretty close on this. Yeah. Uh, so. I'd, I'd like half um, points for each of us, I think. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, right, so we... Well, uh, yeah, you, I'll let you explain. Well, no, so the, op- the opening shot of this film is uh, sort of like a low tracking shot th- across, or, you know, flying along the ocean, or it's, but it's a fog-covered mm-hmm. ocean that reveals these ships in the fog that then sort of turns into a, a battle scene. Um, yeah as the kids free the dragons that are that are trapped there. So I think, you know, that, I mean that was quite close. We both sort of predicted a a shot along the water. Yeah. I mean, I, it's funny um cause we did the trailer section before I rewatched the first two films. And the first two mm. films both open exactly the same way. And if I'd seen those before, I would have mm. my prediction would have changed. I mean, it's still kind of similar. They both open with the uh like a the camera flying low on the water. But that pans yes. up to or it reveals Berg, the island, the island and, the, and yes. the voiceover talks about the culture on the island. Like it's yes. they both like mirror each other. Um, yeah. So it's kind of interesting, I guess, that this film doesn't open with that because after mm. watching the first two films, I expected this film to to open with the same yeah, shot I thought for a third sure time. Would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we both predicted like along the water, right? Well, actually, you. Yeah. I think you were more accurate than me. My I was. Re- predicting that it would be something to do with the middle the magical hidden world reveal instead of like oh yes so i i was much further away but you know 
Well, you know, in a we're similar both, vein. Like, flying, yeah. flying, you know. It's a pretty, pretty easy guess, though, given the <laughs> nature of the film. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I'm going to give us points for it. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, cool. All right, so a closing shot. This was kind of another easy one, I think. Yeah, we're both on the same page here as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the actual closing shot is a pan up to the sky after uh, Hiccup and Toothless are kind of reunited and they're they're flying mm. on the backs of the dragons again um, mm. and we pan up to the sun and then yeah. end credits. Yeah. Um, mm. I feel like I was pretty fucking close here, John. Like, yeah, I, you I Well, yeah. I predict... Well, I first predicted that the, one of the dragons it would pan up to the sky and a dragon had swooped past. But then... Know, like, cut on that. Yeah. But then we realised I'd got the name wrong, so technically I predicted that Hiccup would fly past on his <laughs> using his flying suit. But yeah, you know, right, yeah. he he was riding the dragon, and it was up mm. panning up into the sky. I mean, it didn't flick past you the were, camera, but yeah. I feel like I was pretty close. You were definitely closer than me. I mean, I I still had flying dragons. Um, and like a shot of the sky, mm. but I don't think I mentioned that the people would be riding on no. them or anything like that. I think it might just be the dragons themselves, like yeah, yeah. Off, in the, off by themselves. Off in the distance, so, yeah. Yeah, I'll um I'll concede that one to you. I reckon. Well, I think we were both Although, close, Yeah, we were. We were. I I'll give myself um like a, a bonus point because in the in our predictions, I said that. That them it might sort of say something along the lines of, you know, like this. This is why dragons exist in oh yeah folklore yeah, yeah, yeah. and why we don't talk about them anymore. And it kind of did. It that. does definitely so, suggest that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if earthquakes and volcanic rumbling. You know, the deaths of thousands of people on <laughs> on the surface <laughs> is caused by um. The dragons, like the dragons, yeah, yeah, exactly, and like they're they're just waiting to come back when when we're ready to accept yeah, them. Yeah, that's sort of true. Thing. So, you know, that was that was pretty close, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think you get points for that for sure. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> the funny thing is that we we don't t- tally any of these no. points, so they're completely meaningless. But I feel proud. Still anyway. feels good. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, what about the plot? Did we get our plot? I mean, we thought the trailer was quite spoilery after watching it. Do you think we were pretty accurate in mm. um, our predictions? Uh, yeah. So I think uh, for the plot predictions, Matt, we both got pretty close mm. overall. I think where perhaps where we faltered a bit was with what happens with the villain. Yeah. Um, I think we sort of predicted that he'd be a bit more involved in some ways. I mean, his that that's that we can use that in a second to jump into just mm. like spoiler talk but really his his motivation isn't a great deal in in this film i think yeah right? yeah like my my prediction that it would be more to do with the villain trying to find and presumably destroy or whatever the hidden world and it really wasn't about that at all mm. it was about just him trying to capture this final night fury to give yeah, to the these warlords yeah it, yeah it wasn't very lofty villainous goals mm. really pretty low key mm. especially compared yeah. to the previous two films i think like yeah, you're saying yeah. this kind of helps or lends itself to making the film feel less important mm. or the scale feel not quite as big um, yes 
Yeah. Yeah, and he he um go like going back to what I said about feeling like an episode. Like he feels yes. like a villain of the week. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of gravitas or <clears throat> meaning to him. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I think our other predictions were vaguely kind of they all slot in to mm. the film. I think it, it's interesting that we both. Well, you thought maybe that the, there'd be like a seal. Yeah, they'd cut off the, for the hidden world, yeah. and they'd they'd literally then not be able to see each other. Um, and I said that they similar thing that they would realize that they can't live together, and that that toothless and all the dragons have to go off. Yeah, and it's a Which sad. Is pretty ending. spot on. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's close. But then the the very end of the film, Matt, is your prediction about you know beady boy um, hiccup. <laughs> And um, having sort of a, a reuniting moment, like that's pretty much how the film ends. Yeah, right? I'm pretty happy with that prediction. Actually, like, but, uh, melancholy yeah. ending, but they they together. But that's yes. interesting to note in the sense that that was very specifically spoiled by the trailer. Like the yeah, by, massively by showing him with a beard and then making you know yeah. then it becomes quite obvious throughout the rest of the trailer that he does not have a beard for most of the film. Um, yeah, it, it very overtly kind of implies that they are still together at the end. Um, which yes. bad bad trailer editing, I guess. <laughs> bad yeah, trailer really choices. bad trailer editing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bad choices for the film for yeah. sure. Because you're the whole film, you're waiting for that moment. And yeah. you know it's only going to come at the end. Um, it's a it's it's annoying because it's it's. I think in the trailer, it's kind of used as a cheap shorthand to show time has passed between the two movies, mm. but they've completely taken it out of context and put it at the start yeah. of the trailer. Um, and it works in that setting, but kind of ruins the film, yeah. which, I mean, is something that lots of trailers do. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it, it, stand, it particularly stands out because he's been... I mean, he does grow up each film and gets older and older. Yeah. But yeah. having a, a big full-on beard is, like, such a yeah. jump, you know? like That's right. It, it really yeah. sticks out and makes the progression mm. of time very overt at the beginning of the trailer yeah yeah and like when i when i first saw the trailer i i did think that um like for that shot when i saw that shot i thought oh he like that much time has passed Mm. that he's like quite a bit older now and like has like a full dad beard and stuff yeah um but then you do see the rest of the trailer and no he's just got like a little bit of stubble and that's about it yeah um okay so yeah pretty good i mean i guess Props to us for our predictions, but also like it's yeah. a bit of a bit of a, a example of just a trailer that fucking spoils a whole lot of the film. <laughs> yeah, it made it very easy. Yeah, for exactly. Us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? We'll take it anyway. Um, yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's get into some more specifics. And what are some mm. things that you thought worked? Perhaps let's start with a positive. Um, even though we've been talking a little bit about the emotional impact not being as full-on as the other two mm. films, I, I, I did still really like the moments between Hiccup and Toothless, and I thought that that relationship was carried over well into this film. Um, and the what what the movie sort of seems to represent in, in uh, letting go of someone you love or, or watching someone grow up that you love and uh, Hiccup is kind of the adult in this film and he's watching, you know, his like surrogate child mm. fall in love and want to go off and start a family and that sort of thing. And I liked that progression of their relationship and I thought that was handled quite well. 
Um, so that that's something that yeah. stood out to me as a positive. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I've got a similar thing in my notes here. I mean, even just like to expand that out a little bit more, I did like most of the uh, the courting scenes between um, yeah Toothless and his like what is it Light mm. Fury or whatever the new dragon is that he's trying to like yes. woo. Um, a lot mm. of that was... I mean, I do think it spends a bit too much time with that. Like, you know, you almost get like a third of the film was just... In a way, it's impressive. It's kind of like a silent film where there's these just two animals mm. doing these weird... Dancing around. Yeah, and, mating yeah. dances. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is like a bold choice in a way. Uh, mm. And most of them worked, but yeah, I think it perhaps commits a bit too much time to that. But I would agree, like, there, there is... One of the themes of the film seems to be this idea of, like, not just love, but finding someone and that you are better with someone else. Like, working with someone makes mm. you a better person or makes you more successful. Um, though, having said that, I guess this is a bit of an example. Like, that that seems to be the case with Toothless and the Light Fury and Hiccup and Astrid or whatever. Um, yes. So, I think that, that the Astrid stuff is a bit clumsily handled, right? Like, mm. you're meant to... Th- think that the progression of them is realizing that they're better as a team but you're only that ne- i feel like there's no nothing really happens in the middle and then suddenly there's just like that one scene at the end where he, he she throws a gas grenade and then he lights it with the like that's their like teamwork moment or something i don't know mm. it just didn't it didn't ring very true it didn't feel like they they earned that but i i you know got what they were saying but then mm. like the flip side of that is it also <laughs> by f- like the part of the point of the film is like what you said it's about letting go so it's about like sometimes you're not good together and sometimes yeah, you have to yeah. be apart so it just feels like a little bit muddled yeah. um i don't know yeah 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 i i, I agree with that i think um that the, a similar um moment is uh the the villain at some point says uh don't, don't you see that the dragons are like inferior to us and we shouldn't we, we don't need to respect them. We just need to control them or something like that. And it seemed to me to be suggesting at um, almost like a inclusive versus mm-hmm. uh, exclusive kind of thing yeah. or, or almost like a, a race yeah. kind of comment. Um, but then the movie ultimately isn't that we can live together in harmony. It's that people that don't like the dragons who don't fit in have to go off and hide. <laughs> Yeah, that's you true know? when you think about it like that. Mm, yeah, and I, obviously that's not what they're saying, but the fact that that theme is brought up, mm. I sort of clocked that in my head yeah. and was wondering where it was going to go. And then, you know, yeah, yeah. ultimately it is saying that dragons slash, let's say, minority groups are worth <laughs> fighting for right, right. and, and, and uh, you know, um, that, that we should res- respect one another and stuff. But then that is, yeah, mixed with what what ultimately happens. So, I mean, that could be me reading into it too mm. much, but it's just weird that, that yeah. the villain says that. Why, like, why say that then if you're not going to really do do as much with it? Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, just, I think this is all just a good example of how it all feels a little bit muddled. Like, I mean, I think it's, it tries to do similar things as well with all the other kids in general like it, it starts with them you know in, in the fog covered mm. ship and they are kind of useless without the dragons like the dragons are the ones that save the day and mm. i feel like that the part of their arc is meant to be f- realizing that they can be 
good without the dragons and work as a team. But again, there's just like, there's like the first film is so good at showing the progression of like characters changing over a period of time when they, you know, Mm. start off hating these dragons and slowly learn that they're like actually Mm. creatures worth respecting. Whereas this is like, it, it positions them the characters at this point at the beginning then nothing really changes throughout the middle and then at the end all of a sudden they have to work together as a team and that's it like it's just like one thing and then another there's no yeah you don't see the the change there's no progression in there yeah yeah absolutely and that that brings up another point i had which is that the those side characters to me are just not very likable Mm. still i never have really liked them and potentially that comes from them being in in the first film most of the of the movie they're they're like bullies yeah or um like just sarcastic assholes and they come around towards the end of that film and then yeah they're they're like allies in the in the second and third film but they they still have that design and voice work <laughs> like the douchey villains like, yeah. <laughs> yeah douchey villains and like th- there's a fair bit of time in this with the like twins and the um uh, i can't remember all their names but like the the female twin that like yeah. gets captured and like sh- she's so annoying that the, oh, that yeah that he he like lets her go and all that stuff and uh, like I, that's meant to be her character, but I found it annoying. I find them irritating. <laughs> yeah. I don't like them. Whenever they, they get quite a bit of screen time in this mm. film, I feel like, and um, I just wanted them to piss off and on <laughs> screen. Yeah, rather spend it with Hiccup, Astrid, Toothless, um, yeah. or even like Kate Kate Blanchett's character, the mother. Yeah. She has like two lines in this, yeah. right? She does nothing. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, it's funny because I feel like the second film does a better job with those guys or at least with that that female i mean she's still like annoying and they're more almost mm. comic relief but at least she gets like this really interesting kind of like well not a love interest but she's like lusting after this guy in the second film which is like a, a funny inversion of how you know films usually play the comic love interest stuff and she's always like ogling yes. his like biceps when he's like doing any That's sort right. of labory labor intensive work mm. anyway yeah i just mm. i thought at least that was quite progressive and funny whereas in this it's i mean i guess you, the two guys are still like falling over themselves to try and be with her or whatever the two idiot guys right yeah yeah um, but there's nothing very interesting about it apart from that scene which is more annoying than anything else that you were talking about mm. yeah like i i don't know what they what they could have done with those characters, but what they did do just didn't work for me. Yeah. I mean, even if we just, like I was saying before, saw some more progression about them learning to be better people and work together instead of relying on the dragons. Mm. Like, it tries to go down that mm. path a little bit, but it, uh, yeah, doesn't really doesn't really commit to it. Mm. Um, what else you got? Did you have any other positives, man? No. <laughs> No. Um, <clears throat> other positives. Well, I mean, mainly like little superficial things, to be honest. Like just the look of the film. Yeah. Uh, even like the design of some of the stuff, like the uh, the villain, his dragons were like genuinely quite scary, I thought, like and vicious. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I like them. And even like, as much as we were just sort of just ragging on the, the villain um, for not being that great, I did 
find him quite intimidating in the sense that he he felt like he was smart and one step ahead of them and quite dangerous. Like, even if his plan wasn't grand or it didn't feel Mm. like the the stakes were enormously high, his um, character was was quite menacing, I thought. Yeah, I would agree with that. And, and and, and like, to the point where at the end of the film when uh, Hiccup gets... Uh, knocked unconscious or and he, he's falling um i for a second i thought maybe he's gonna die and maybe like his sacrifice or something is what you know causes the change for the rest of the yeah wow well. like that yeah, yeah um but he gets saved at the last minute and you know everything's fine um but i i do you know give it props for 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 that brief moment making me think that something that serious could happen, yeah, yeah. and I think too because the, because of the casualties that have resulted from the um the previous films, films yeah, as well. that's true. Yeah, uh, it's funny though that you bring up that moment where uh, Hiccup is saved. I have that down in my like little nitpicks area because I, f- I found mm. that very confusingly and weirdly edited or something. Like it just I didn't okay. quite understand what happened, and it's sort of like I don't know. It just felt like it was cut very strangely. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, mm. I specifically remember just being confused by that like it felt like it was yep. building to some big emotional moment and then it kind of just like was odd, yeah. strangely edited yes yeah yeah i i know what you mean that it it felt su- it felt yes. sudden i feel like, like there was the, i remember i remember that feeling there was like almost they'd animated a part where you saw that villain like slam into the rocks or something they decided that they couldn't do it so they at last minute had to like cut a chunk out of that rescue shot or something. I don't know. It was just yes. very, very yeah. odd. <laughs> yeah, but, that, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I remember thinking that as well. And, and thinking then that his, the villain's death was, yes, a little anti Yeah, it's like weirdly off screen or something. Like, you, you don't, not that mm. you would normally see something. I don't know. It just, it all felt very strange that. that, that yeah, and it, it, it felt to me too, like that, that they were really setting up that, he had this, um, uh, I can't remember if it was like a gas or a potion or whatever it was that was controlling his dragons. Right, And he's yes. like, this, this, is, this is how you control them. And it was like, oh, they're, they're totally going to lose that and turn on him and eat him. Yeah, like, right. That's, that's how that villain goes down because that's his whole thing. Yeah. And I, I felt a bit disappointed that that didn't that never went anywhere. Really, that he just kind of fell, he just fell into the water, right? Yeah, I think so. That was the thing. Yeah. They were falling yeah. from the cliff or from the sky. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. Mm. but I don't feel like you see him go into the water or anything. You just see him fall and then Hiccup gets... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. ...saved. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like uh, it, if we're going to quickly just move into nitpicky territory, there's like a few things around all mm. that. Like even... I, the the logic of the like trank darts like hiccup gets shot with one mm. and is like out and then like a second later he's like awake again and telling like the the other dragons to I actually didn't even under I've got it down here I didn't even understand what he was doing whether he was telling the dragons not to follow them or telling them to follow him I don't know there was like he was like kind of talking to mm. the other dragons whereas like previously mm. the the trank like knocks them out for like a week or something weeks in exaggeration but you know what i mean like they're out properly yeah. for a long time whereas that, that yeah they needed him to wake up within like two me- two seconds yeah, of being like shot a, yeah a story tranquil yeah yeah totally <laughs> yeah and again even then like why didn't he 
like, I, the way he captures Toothless and then just, like, hangs him upside down for ages. Like, just put your fucking serum in him or kill him or whatever you're going to do. Like, yeah. why just have him hang there for so yeah. long? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also didn't quite get the relationship with their, like, light fury. Like, I think it was implied that they had captured her and then, like, yeah. l- let her go to like caught him and confused him but I never quite understood like how much control they still had over her like it gave her a weird like yeah uh villainous vibe like for some some of the movie I didn't know whether she was bad or not like and yes. I mean that could, yeah, could have been thing. a positive but it never goes anywhere I think it's just sloppy no. storytelling um yeah 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 because she w- was she r- Returning to the villain's yeah, like lair every night. So I don't, to, I, to get her by the end, I don't think so. Like the implication is she's good. No, right? she, she she was yeah definitely. But the, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like yeah, I, I had the exact same thought that that because she was a trap. That's why they let her out. Well, yeah, that was the implication. But, but then I don't I don't know why. But she was also falling in love. Yeah, with like him, what was like, the trap? Was the trap just that so, he would get all like flustered and like lovesick <laughs> like you know fly around. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that that was yeah, yeah definitely confusing i mean there's probably an explanation in there that i just missed or something but i, I as i was watching mm. it i was confused as to what the plan was yeah yeah no i was definitely expecting that moment where they've finally trusted her yeah and, and she, she turns yes yeah. seems to turn on them but but she's got this guilt now and so she helps yeah. save them ultimately and you know, maybe that's all kind of run-of-the-mill stuff, but what, what we did get was just a bit confusing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Also, speaking of her, her, like, little invisibility trick where she, like, sh- mm. shoots the blast thing and turns invisible. I mean, it was, like, quite a yeah. cool visual thing, but it felt, it just... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it felt like a pointless... up. It's like, Toothless gets an upgrade every film, and this, yeah, this yeah. was his upgrade, this film, but it was like, it never really went anywhere, you know? Like, it, they never used no, it in a clever no, way. No. It seemed quite pointless. Mm. I don't know. I wasn't, mm. I wasn't really into it, to be honest. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Um, uh, to, to continue with the, the, the nitpicky section, Yeah, let's get them all out. Matt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I found the ending, maybe this goes to why I keep saying that I didn't feel that emotional in this film, even when... Um, they said goodbye at the end. I mean, that that was the most emotional part. But then straight after that, you cut forward, you know, how seven or ten years or whatever it is, and there he uh, hiccup has his family and they reunite with Toothless. And I thought, like, that's you're having the the sad goodbye, but the, you know, you're you're having your cake and eating it too. Completely like, agree. Yep. You, you can't have both. Yep. You can't have a, a happy, like, flying through the sky ending and then, like, ten minutes before that have, like, well, this, we have to say goodbye forever and we just can't live together and this is just how it has to be. I found, I found it, like, really undercut the emotion yep. of the end to have that there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. It's literally the last thing on my list here of problems. It, mm. felt, it felt like a cop-out at, at the end, like, which is a shame because what was great yep. about... S- especially the second film, but probably the first film as well, is it just, like, it commits to its emotional beats that are often much darker and more... Yes. Uh, ...heavier than what mm. you would normally expect in a film like this. And this could have, I feel like, could yeah. have been like that. Like, it could have just been a yeah. proper... 
goodbye and then end it with like what you predicted and talk about him telling stories about these dragons that once existed or whatever you know mm. um yeah yeah instead of actually just cutting straight to them like oh hi let's go for another ride like just like yeah. it was in the old yeah. days yeah yeah exactly yeah no i i think you know there's a way it, at that moment where they're they're in the boat and they they first see um toothless like a silhouette of him mm. or something like that i think you could have done something like that yeah. where it's like did he did he actually yeah. see something yeah. or not like in the sky behind you a know, cloud they're, they're or something still out there. yeah exactly just yeah, like exactly. a hint that um, he's around yeah like they'll never be able to but see each that, other again yeah that's right yeah but they know like it's almost like an understanding yeah. between them like you know we we know that we're, we're still there and we still care about each other but we can't see yeah each other. that's so much more poignant um, than what they did yeah yeah like it just us talking about that makes me feel like kind of emotional about <laughs> yeah. characters, you know but it just yeah it was a shame in the movie i mean it didn't didn't totally ruin no. the the ending or anything but um it almost felt like a a studio note or something you know I, I, that's pure speculation but considering it's at the very end and it's quite different yeah and and seems to purely serve that purpose of reuniting them um i wonder whether that was like a late addition to the, yeah, the I thought the same thing. It's like they were told that the, they didn't want the film to end on a negative note, so they had to like mm. add an extra scene that mm. ended on a positive. Yeah, I'd be yeah. very interested to know if that was the case. Yeah, yeah, we should um, look into that maybe. But you know, may- maybe uh, speaking of ending on a positive, uh, what, what's <laughs> what 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 else is there? Say something positive. Yeah, what else is there to say? Um, <laughs> Or, or, or did you have any other points before we wrap up? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we've sort of covered all the things that I had down in my notes, at least. I know we're sounding very negative, and I don't think it's mm. a bad film. Like, I think... No. It is good. And, like, especially compared to a lot of other, you know, animated, family-friendly films, it's, you mm. know, still a head and shoulders above most of those. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it yeah. looks brilliant. You know, the flying scenes are kinetic and fun like yeah there's a lot to like here um yeah it's just the bar was so high exactly yeah yeah you're right like if, if i think about not that i've seen all the despicable means or minions or you know all that stuff but they're they just they're like a dime a dozen those kinds of movies yeah. like how many madagascars were there? like know, four probably yeah yeah this is so much better than than all that stuff um and as we kind of said earlier, like as a trilogy, it's still really solid, yeah. and it it does tie things up nicely. And I, I like it's a it's amazing that the, these three films exist. Mm. I think, and that they're they're as good as they are. Yeah. Um, and I think though they will be fondly remembered and, and last quite a long time. It's certainly something I would like to show my kids one day. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, they're they're like smart, well made films with heart and. Um, that's uh that's a very good thing yeah well i think that's yeah that's a good positive note to end on john i think i feel Mm. like yeah yeah i hope we haven't talked anyone down from seeing them like you know if if you're still on the fence i think you should definitely definitely check it out um but perhaps just lower your expectations a, a tad yeah yeah for sure Thanks for listening to this episode of the Pre-Post Film Review. We'd love to hear your thoughts on How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, 
Uh, were you disappointed like me and Matt, or did you find this to be one of the better entries in the uh, trilogy? Uh, let us know. You can email us at prepostfilmreview at gmail.com. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. You can comment there and um, chat with us about the film or anything film-related, really. Uh, we're also on Twitter. We occasionally post interesting articles or new episodes there at prepostfr. Uh, the most important thing, however, is to subscribe. Uh, you can just do that on whatever platform you're using to listen to us right now. Um, and if you like the show, leave us a review. That would be great. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, you can also follow me and Matt on Letterboxd, letterboxd.com, or download the Letterboxd app. And um, you can see what other films we've been watching and make your own little film diary there and um, say hello if you want to. Uh, join us next episode we're going to be talking about the latest Jordan Peele horror film Us I'm excited yeah looking forward to that There's a stinger for you. <laughs> Sneezy boy. Um. <clears throat>